0: Hey, Stoop Kid crew, this episode is sponsored by Atlantic for Kids, the theater for young audience division of the multi-award winning Atlantic Theater Company, as they present their new audio play entitled An In This Corner, Cassius Clay, about the making of sports legend Muhammad Ali, written by playwright, rapper, and poet Idris Goodwin, and directed by Reggie D. White. Now streaming for free at AtlanticTheater.org. Check it out, and tell them Melly sent you! Yeah! excited for this new episode. Yay, yay, I'm so happy to share this story with you. And to my new listeners, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Stoop Kid Crew. First, we have to do our stoop announcements. Hey, you already know what it's time to do. We got some birthday shout outs just for you. Hey, hey, ah, hey. Y'all like my new birthday song? <laughs> happy birthday to Grayson, Morgan, Anaisa, Kalila, Bryn, Izzy, Ezekiel, Nico, and Siomara. Happy, happy, happy birthday to all of you out there. I hope that you had an amazing birthday and you were filled with so much love and happiness and you were surrounded by your friends and your family and you got everything that you could have ever wanted. So super special happy birthday from Melly and all of the Stoop Kids and the Stoop Kid crew. You all are great. Happy birthday. Remember, Stoop Grown-Ups, if you would like your Stoop Kid to receive a shout-out on the show or other special patron-only goodies, make a pledge today at www.patreon.com slash stoopkidstories. Okay, here's another Stoop announcement. I guess I should give everyone an update on the show. So, it's still happening. I think I just finalized the cast for Stoop Kid Stories Live. Um, and all systems ago, we start rehearsals in June and the show will go up July 17th through August 1st in New Canaan, Connecticut. I will send out information all over social media once we get closer to it, but I still just wanted to let you all know that it's still happening. We just had auditions. The talent is great. I'm so excited for all of these characters to come alive and you all get to see them on stage. Ah, that's so crazy. Um, so yeah, that's it. I'm done talking. Let's get into the story. Oh, and one more thing. Stoop Grownups, if you aren't following me on social media, what are you doing? Make sure you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter so you never miss an announcement. And you can hear about all the exciting things that Stoop Kid Stories has coming up. So pause the podcast if you're listening. Go follow. <laughs> okay, now let's get into the story. One early morning, as the birds chirped and the sun rose... Carr was walking down his very unique path to get to school. Instead of taking the shortcut, like most of the kids did, running through the alley and cutting through someone's backyard, Carr liked to walk the long way. He would walk by all of the pretty flowers that were planted in the community garden by the community association. He loved to smell the flowers and loved watching the tomato plants grow. Sometimes, if the gardeners were out there early in the morning, they would let Carr pick some of the fresh and ready-to-eat ripe tomatoes, and boy, did they taste better than the tomatoes in a grocery store. This particular day, as he was walking by, he noticed a couple of tiny holes in the ground. Well, they weren't that tiny because he could stick his fingers in the hole. "'I wouldn't do that if I were you!' A voice from the other side of the garden yelled out. "'Huh?' Carr yelled back. "'The cicadas are coming!' I wouldn't do that if I were you, the man yelled again and grabbed his gardening tools and left. Carr hurried off to school and met up with his friends. Hey, Carr, what's up, what's up, what's up? Did you grab anything good from the garden this morning? Nathaniel said. Hey, Nathaniel, uh, not today, but I did see these little holes in the ground and a random guy said something about cicadas are coming or something like that. They both looked at each other with confused looks on their faces. What's a cicada? Nathaniel asked. I don't know. I've never heard of it until today, Carr responded. Nathaniel and Carr shrugged their shoulders and went into their classroom. Good morning, class! Before we get started on this morning's drill, we have a special announcement from our friends at Cool Facts About Animals. They have a very important message for all of us, so let's put on our listening ears and pay attention, all right? Their teacher said. Hello, this is the Cool Facts About Animals podcast, and we'd like to tell you three cool facts about Brood 10 cicadas. Even though it's been called Brood X, it's actually Brood 10. Dun, dun, dun. X is a Roman numeral for 10. Some cicadas can get this fungus called the flying salt shaker of death because it makes their butts fall off and then it makes them release the spores onto other cicadas. <laughs> like a <laughs> deadly salt shaker. <laughs> <chicken. laughs> yeah. yeah, it's sort of like, where's sort of like the spores? <laughs> Brood 10 only comes out every 17 years, and while they're underground all that time, they don't hibernate. Thanks for listening. After the announcement was done, Carr raised his hand. Yes, Carr? His teacher asked. So, wait, if these cicada things come out every 17 years, when is the next time we get to see them? He asked. Well, you're in luck because according to the news today, we should start to see the cicadas at any point starting today. They said that the cicadas have started to make little holes in the dirt already, so they should emerge at any time. What? I saw holes in the garden today! So, so those are cicada holes? Car asked excitedly, "Hm, they might have been," his teacher said. The kids started their morning drill and all of a sudden there was a buzzing noise outside. The kids didn't pay any attention to it at first, and then the buzzing noise started to get louder and louder. It almost sounded like a swarm of bees, but then like not really. "What's that noise?" Nathaniel leaned over to Car and asked, "I don't know," Car responded. And then suddenly, these flying bugs started zooming towards their classroom window. One cicada, two cicadas, three cicadas, then 20 and 30 and 50 and 100 cicadas started buzzing and flying around outside. Well, they're here, the teacher said. All the kids ran to the window to see these weird-looking, noisy bugs with these big wings flying around outside. Whoa, it's so many of them, Carr said. Look at them go! They're so big! Nathaniel co signed. All right now, class. Okay, okay, sit back down. You'll be able to see the cicadas when you go outside at the end of the day. They will be around for weeks, their teacher said. <phone rings> School was over, and Nathaniel and Carl ran outside to see the cicadas. A lot of them were already dead and laying on the ground. The boys stomped on them and they made a crunchy sound, like a bag of chips. <laughs> "'I dare you to eat it,' Nathaniel said to Carr. "'No way, you eat it first, Carr said. "'Nah, bro, you got it. Didn't you eat some crickets last year on your summer family vacation? Think of it as like a big old cricket,' Nathaniel said. Ugh, "'I don't know if I want to. These cicadas look like an alien cricket.'" Carr said as he picked one of the dead ones up off the ground. He had it in his hand and was about to take a quick bite, but then he heard a, ah, get off me, get off me, oh, it's in my hair, oh, oh, stop, stop, get it away, get it away! Oh! I can't, I can't, oh, stop, I want my mommy. Oh. The boys looked over and saw McKinley flailing around on the school steps like a maniac. What's wrong, McKinley? Carr asked, trying to calm her down he put a cicada on my head and my hair (laughs) she yelped who did Nathaniel asked and they looked over and saw the JRs of course laughing and throwing cicadas around at each other I hate these things I want them to go away get them away from me McKinley continued to scream come on come on come on walk with us we aren't scared of them Carr said. No, I don't want to move. Look, they're everywhere. Ugh, I can't move. Get it away from me. I just want to go home. Ah! McKinley cried. Mickey, walk with us and we'll get you home. Calm down. Take a couple deep breaths. It's okay. It's okay. Carr said, holding McKinley's hand. Okay, okay. Y'all know I hate bugs, McKinley said, as she calmed down. The three of them started to walk home, trying to duck and dodge the flying cicadas and then crunching the dead ones under their feet. Carr thought that these bugs were fascinating. Nathaniel was busy trying to get McKinley to walk down the street and McKinley was, well, not having it. They started to walk past the community garden and McKinley stopped in her tracks. Uh, uh, can we walk the long way? I don't want to go anywhere near trees or grass or dirt because there'll be more cicadas there. Please, can we go the long way? Well, Mickey, uh, the only way to face your fear is to put your face in it, like my dad always says, Carr said. Well, it is not on my schedule today to face my fears, hmm, and I'm not putting my face in anything that has to do with these bugs. I want to go home. Oh, another one, please, oh. McKinley squealed as she grabbed onto the light pole. Okay, okay, we'll take the long way through the alley since you'd rather see rats than cicadas, Nathaniel said. Look, I've seen street rats my entire life. They don't bother me anymore. These things that keep buzzing around, nope, uh uh-uh, nope, they gotta go. Let's go, y'all, said McKinley as she started to sprint through the alley and up the street. The boys got McKinley home safe and sound, and she thanked them for walking them to her house, and then she ran in the house. Carr and Nathaniel finished their walk home and talked about how scared McKinley was of the bugs. "'They're actually super harmless. They're just noisy,' Carr said. "'Yeah, it's not like they bite you like bees and mosquitoes.' (gasps) "'Maybe we can help Mickey face her fear,' Nathaniel said. "'Yeah, but how?' She doesn't want to come anywhere near the cicadas, Carr said. Oh, I know. Uh, Do you still have that insect jar from your trip last year? The one you put the crickets in? Nathaniel asked Carr. Yeah, it's in my room. Okay, cool. Go get it. And then we can collect some of the bugs and bring it to school tomorrow and show Mickey that the bugs are super cool and not really scary, Nathaniel said. That's a good idea. "'I'll race you to my house! The last one there has to eat a cicada! Ready, set, go!' "'Wait! No fair! You started before me! (laughs) You cheated!' Carr said as Nathaniel darted in front of him. The boys ran to the house, Carr finishing in last place. Nathaniel ran so fast because he knew that he was not about to eat one of those bugs. (laughs) Anyway, they went into the house and grabbed the jar and started collecting the cicadas outside. They were super hard to catch because they flew around super quickly." The two of them were able to catch five cicadas in the jar, and Carr picked one off the ground and actually ate it. (coughs) Crickets taste better. Ooh, this tastes yucky, Carr said, spitting the bug out. (laughs) Yo, I can't believe you ate it. You a real one, (laughs) Nathaniel said, watching Carr scrub his tongue with his fingernails, trying to get the bug pieces out of his mouth. They high-fived each other and went into their homes. The next morning, the two of them met up at the garden and walked to McKinley's house. She wasn't expecting to see them, so when she came outside, she asked, hey friends, what y'all doing here? We came to walk you to school. We know you were really freaked out yesterday, Nathaniel said. Aw, friends, thanks. Oh, these cicadas would not let me sleep last night. They were buzzing all night outside my window. I felt like I was in a cicada forest. (gasps) Why do you have cicadas in your jar, Carr? McKinley said. Carr had pulled his insect jar out of his book bag while McKinley was talking, and he said, Well, I thought that if you saw that they were harmless and just noisy, you wouldn't be so scared. See, look, they're just chilling in a jar, not bothering anyone. Yeah, but they're just so ugly looking. I don't like them. I don't like them at all, McKinley said with her voice trembling. But are you scared of mosquitoes and bees? Nathaniel asked. No, she responded. Okay, then. And those bugs actually bite you, Nathaniel said. Mickey, you don't have to be afraid of the cicadas. Come on, hold the jar. They're just noisy and they move fast. And in a few weeks, they will be gone, Carr said, handing her the jar. (sighs) Okay, I'll hold the jar, McKinley said, reaching out her hands to grab it. When she held it, the cicadas were just sitting there, flapping their wings ever so gently. And McKinley peered through the glass and looked at the alien-looking bugs. I mean, I guess they aren't that bad. As long as they don't bite. But I still don't want to touch them or for them to touch me, she said. Carr came up to McKinley and gave her an elbow bump while she was holding the jar and said, Good job, Mickey. Look, you're doing better than you did yesterday. And maybe tomorrow you could try to- Ah, I just just flew on my face! McKinley said, cutting him off, and she screamed and ran down the street. Well- I guess we'll have to take her fear of cicadas one step at a time, Nathaniel said looking at Carr. And they both ran down the street, trying to catch up with McKinley. The end. First things first, I want to give a big shout out and thank you to my friends over at Cool Facts About Animals podcast for sending in that audio clip and helping me with my story this week. Now, let me ask you, is there anything that you're afraid of? Have you ever had to face your fears? How did you do it? And it's okay if you have it. Sometimes it takes time to really overcome our fears, and that's okay. Thank you for listening. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. And until next time, bye!